Shut up and sit down. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Coffee is the fuel of the modern world, so go grab a cup guilt-free and get working smarter and faster. You are listening to The Dial Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Everyone should believe in something. I believe I will have another coffee. Man, I love coffee. It tastes so good, it makes me feel good. There was a study that showed that if you drank 12 highly caffeinated energy drinks within a few hours, you would most likely die. Hell yeah. Cancer-free, sharp brain, plenty of energy, terrible breath. Conclusion coffee is the Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Vonder, and I'm here with Lance Friggin' Hepler. Lance Friggin' Hepler. Friggin' Hepler. Welcome to our podcast. I had two crazy fan interactions this last weekend. Nice. You offended? Yeah. I apparently <laughs> I wasn't I what wasn't aware fans? of this. <laughs> okay. One was uh, we had a we had a New Year's Day gravel ride and a guy showed up that I've never met before. I think his name was Dan. Dan and I'm like, "Hi, my name name right." I'm like, "I I think it's Dan." Oh, man, like, come on. <laughs> he'll, he'll I'm like, "Hey, I'm Lance." He goes like, "I'm Dan. Actually, I follow the podcast. How's Piper?" Oh, that's oh, awesome. How's, how's Darby doing? Your dog's way How's your wife, you Brandy? And I'm like, okay, now this is weird. Yeah. You need, you need like to rephrase old... that. Is He's a fan of your dog. and just he likes happens your, to he listen your family. to your podcast. Yeah. Not sure about you. <laughs> and then I got a request for an autographed picture of my Strava, my Strava profile picture. What? Ooh. What's your Strava profile picture? I know. I know what We're is. all going to look. I have no I idea what it is. It's a, Are it's your a pants shot. on in this picture? It is. It's a shot of me... In a mountain bike race I'll probably on my mountain bike it. with like Did like, somebody print it out and bring it to you and say, Will you sign this? No, it was it was a request. And I don't even know the guy. It's like oh, it's Lake. I'm at home. It, it's somebody I yeah, whatever. But I I would have to follow you on Strava. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name on Strava again? It's just Lance Hepler. Lance. Oh, you're not coming up. You need Hold to on. put freaking Hepler in there. <laughs> I need to yeah. put friggin' in there. Search. Did you do any workouts recently? Uh, yeah, yesterday, not today. Uh, okay. Do you not have it set up in chronological or do you That's think a good it's in picture. chronological order? That's a really I... good picture. I like that. <laughs> but that is cool. My future daughter-in-law, this is a complicated story. My future daughter-in-law, her mother's boyfriend, mother's boyfriend. Gotcha. knows I race bikes and knows I have this podcast. And he told one of his buddies who oh, rides yeah? bikes. Oh, cool. And so that guy says, Hey, can you please get an autographed picture? Of Lance Romance. Oh, <laughs> for me, that's all Lance I want for Christmas. Cool. So I got a request. I have never signed anything in my entire life, and probably never will. So you, you've already, yeah. you, you are one hundred percent doing it, right? I am, I am one hundred percent doing it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. Sorry, that was a long introduction. No, I like that. That was awesome. That was perfect. <laughs> to his left, Evan Price. What's up, guys? I just have like a smattering of food here. I got, I got, got my 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 ghost tropical mango. Th- hot debate on what's the best. Yeah, my, my my sponsor ghost over here. There there was a hot debate recently on what's a better flavor between me and a friend of ours, Melissa. And uh-huh. 
We decided mango is the most approachable flavor, but not the best. So okay. I'll be sticking with this a little bit more. What's the most approach? Wait, what's the most? What's the best? Then? The best is a hot take because it's a little sour. So it depends on what you mm. want on that day. But I'm, it's it's a red like apple flavor. I'll be trying zero of these. Yeah, you will. So don't <laughs> worry. This is <laughs> it's okay. So you can just, just whatever you say. I'm talking to guys you drinking can... Pellegrini coffee and a and a child's. Chocolate, yeah, chocolate milk. milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly what it is. Dash might be outgrowing those soon. <laughs> Dash was like, "You can have it, Dad. I'm kind of too old for that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm doing my coffee over here, Dad. You can go and take that. <laughs> but you also have peanut butter filled pretzels, and yeah, which on is the, almost tapped out. And the picture of it is like a bike pump, but instead oh, it it's like peanut butter pumping in. Oh, the you're peanut right. It butter. is. Yeah, they're, they're pumping in the peanut butter. I think that's how they actually do it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I would love it. That's would, if, it if that's how it really happened. It is. I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm reasonably just, sure that's how some, it really happens. Just some like seven year old kid pumping uh-huh. peanut butter <laughs> into <laughs> pretzels. Very, the the Kroger peanut butter factory is a real oh, interesting one. Come on, yeah. Kroger. Yep. And Ch- then, child labor laws, Kroger. And then I, and then I have a pop tart, but it's from the Kroger brand. Once you know how much money you save just by going Kroger brand for everything. Give me, give me dollars. Ton of money. You think you save a dollar, uh, so, at least a dollar per box so like, on the on So like Pop-Tart, the actual company yeah. Pop-Tart, yep. if you're getting a box, you only get six in the Pop-Tart box. You can okay. get 12 in a Kroger one for a dollar less than what it is Whoa. in the six Pop-Tart. So, and these are better. To be Whoa. a professional athlete, all you have to do is yeah. eat Pop-Tarts and drink well, drinks. Well, don't, drinks. Well, don't forget the peanut butter. There's protein in there. You there pump that there's in a there. big missing <laughs> part there. And also breakfast sandwiches. I'm a big <laughs> sausage and egg fan right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it's good stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's about all I got. Just left. Matt LeGrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? Yes, I am drinking a child's, a child's <laughs> chocolate milk. Child's chocolate milk. Yeah. Matt, please tell me that you had one of those when you got to Centralia doing the STP. I don't remember. The halfway point. Don't remember. Up. I blocked out those memories. <laughs> oh, did you do the whole 200 in one day mm-hmm. when you did that? Yeah. yeah. Got we're, to Centralia. We were flying. Were you on Jake's wheel that whole time? Or no. was that? I tra- okay, so yeah. quick story there. Why not tell a quick story? Long back pedal. Uh, <laughs> tell a quick story. Uh, we started and it was dark. It was yep. quite dark that, that morning because we started like, f- we wanted to start at 4. Yeah. And we ended up starting at 4.30. Correct. It's too early. And it was like pitch black and we're flying through these streets with hills and everything with Safe. 300 of our closest friends Fred. with no fear in the world. All named Fred. And all, <laughs> <laughs> all named Fred. Including that's that. true. And like... I was going as hard as I could. I think I was pushing 300 watts for a long time, and it was like that's just, smart in a 200 mile max. race. That's and a good this, way to start. And yeah. this is the first five miles race because yeah, I wanted smart. to get on their wheel because that was the deal. Like I was like, I'll just go with these guys as long as I can, and then whatever. And so I never caught them or found them or whatever. They were gone, and I was like, well, I'm doing my own thing today, <laughs> which I did, and it was great. But like after a 20 minute FTP test, here we go. No, no I had no business pushing that many watts at the beginning of a 200 mile no, day. Absolutely so. not. 206. It's yeah. like, don't forget those last six miles. Yeah. It was <laughs> those yeah. last six miles were the worst. Do they allow TT bikes? Yeah, two hundred six. Uh, right. uh, um, yeah. How much not, would they do? How oh. much would I be made fun of if I went like I a full used, skin suit and no, aero helmet? You would get glared at. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I, used I a, want all the glares. I did use a TT bike. Give me I, all the glares. I've done it on a TT bike as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, but I want to go like full, like just Era. look I like I showed up to the UCI time trial championship. Like I want to look that bad. That, I actually think that, that would be, be on brand for you, Evan. It would be. It'd I be actually think it would be no cool. Socks no socks. <laughs> no socks. The first actually, year I did it, I didn't know a single soul out there. I've told this story before and ended up making some really good guys. Yeah. You know, meeting yeah. some good guys out there that are still friends to this day. But we were all working together and we knew that we were at the pointy end of this whole thing. But yeah. there was a rumor that there was a guy up the road and sure enough, there was. This TT was one guy. of the years that they had the um, the chips and the helmet, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so 
Anyway, so we we finish, and then they give the re- re- results and all their stuff, and we all finished in the top ten. Um, but the the one guy who did win, he was flying, and he had his wife running SAG support with him, and he was changing bikes throughout the course of the uh, the ride. Good for wow. him. And every time it was flat, she if you're would she'd do be it, standing there, yep. ready to go Good for, him for him to dismount, <laughs> jump on the TT bike so he could straight fly. Just giving like pushes. If that stuff. man is listening to this, I want you on this podcast so we can talk about how much effort you yep. put into that, because that's amazing. But here's the it's thing. It's a Fondo. Where that's there is, so it's cool. Not even a I love, I love yeah. the Fondo they had, they guy. Had timing chips, so the I mean. true Fondo guys, I love, like the guys who go that race, and they're like, I I am going to destroy people uh, in this bond. I, I like that because it's like, how fast can you do 200 miles? Yeah. yeah that's a pretty fast course. If you think about it, it's like, it's that's like really 5,000 cool. feet of climbing for 200 miles. That's not, like no not climbing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like, I would love to see what Evan could do like all out for 200 miles. I could go. I would love it's to all, see. I could average almost 25 on a course like that. Well, it's about nutrition and all that stuff no comes chance. into play. Yeah. Yeah. I could. You would crack it like hour seven. I did. Yeah. I just crack. No, I did. Seven. I did twenty four high on a course with turnarounds when yeah, we did our simulated true. Ironman. That's that's, that's, that's one hundred twelve hours. That's one hundred twelve, dude. Oh, I know. I that's know. Not seven hours. Put or it, nine slap another hundred yeah. miles on that. And you're gonna change your tune. Just well, a little bit. no, no, no. <laughs> it was fast, but it was one twelve with a marathon after it. So I think. Yeah. You guys are. I would make it to one sixty to really start to hurt. It would really start mm-hmm. to hurt at one sixty. I, I think the thing yeah. is, is you could two hundred is a long way. You could you could literally stop and still be way up there in the field. Like you might be. Like yeah, but first. if I stop, that's bad at that point. Full. Oh, that would really suck. No, you could like stop and eat. I mean, there yeah. there are rest areas. I mean, that's oh, what gotcha. they're there for. We really should do this one year. You would just pass out on the bike as you're pedaling. That's the you thing. Just, yeah. You would just like pacing a 200 mile. I mean, the longest I've ever <laughs> ridden a time trial bike was 120 miles, and I feel like another 80 on top, that's a lot. That's that's a long way. Um, Nobody well, just rides a Remember time how he looked home. when he was doing that Everest attempt? That You looked like you were going to pass out on the bike. That yes, point. you yeah. did. I had another I, 30 you, minutes of me before I was going to die. You have yeah. a dangerous <laughs> ability to hurt yourself, which is kind of scary. It's more just a zone out sensation. but yeah. <laughs> kind of That kind of stuff is a little bit scary because you know, there's cars on the road and stuff too. So Yeah, that's actually the stuff that's always worried me with ultra cycling. Is what like, are you doing in June? Not that. <laughs> you, should, you should do it sometime. I would love I think, to see I think one of these years like, I'd and, like it. And no joke, it'd be cool if you were like TT helmet, Oh, I will. Oh, like, yeah. Fine. Fine. Do I'm it. doing that. I'm not going out there on Let me know when bike. you do it because I'll train with you. Yeah. I and think that'd be a lot of fun. I'll just sit on do. your wheel the whole time and then I'll just pip you at the end. That would actually. <laughs> I think you'd have a hard time if he had all of his TT this stuff is, on. This is the uh, only problem with being on my wheel is Josh hates this too. And Kit, Kit, who's listening, this has a long history. Of this is I am a really bad draft. And it's not because I'm that skinny of a person. It's my dimensions don't work well in the wind if you're behind me. Mm. You know what? Because I have like a 28 inch waist. Totally used to it. You know why? I'm knocking I don't know why, but whenever we go on long, like difficult rides, I yeah. always seem to be sitting on Chris Hannell's wheel. Oh, Hannell's a terrible draft. There's, there's yeah, no draft he's an there. absolutely no terrible draft. draft. So, yeah, I, and I don't know what it is. I like, I look up. I'm like, damn it, why are you yeah. always in front of me? <laughs> he's only putting out like ten more watts than you, and you're right behind. You're like this makes yeah, no that's sense. Like, that's like the <laughs> real secret of cycling in a group. Is like. Who? How, oh, how do I weasel the my way? Draft? Yeah. How do I weasel my way onto the draft <laughs> behind? Like whoever the best the draft is. Draft. I got to go back and look at all of my because I always have a camera back there. Always. Oh yeah. And I got to just find out who who's on you sitting behind me the most because it's, I provide a pro- wonderful. That'd draft. be a, it's probably me. <laughs> that'd be a funny ratio on the team to find out like who's the best to worst draft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty good draft if it's flat or downhill. <laughs> Being on those TT bikes, you really get slippery. So I don't think you're yeah, as, as yeah, good t- of a draft. T bikes, you do get very very yep. slippery in those. Yeah. yeah. 
Hey guys, we're gonna switch it up. We usually we'll go right into the back pedal and a bunch of other stuff. We we're topic. Back pedal there. There we go. That counts. That was an intro. We're gonna call that an intro. Um, we're gonna change it up. We're gonna do the topic first and let people get right to the meat and potatoes of this thing. And uh, this week we're gonna talk about examining our habits. Happy 2023. Yes. Oh. New year, no, new format, new habits. New yes. habits. Oh, yeah, there you something. go. There we go. This is a new habit for the podcast. We're so going to be good. the not fun podcast. We're going to talk about stern habits that you need to develop. No, no, this wishy-washy <laughs> resolution. What do you want to do in 2023? Nobody cares. Yeah. We're going to talk about habits. I don't know about you, but for me, like trying to create new habits is always better than resolutions because if yeah, you create absolutely. a resolution, you're just almost setting yourself up to fail because they're so unattainable for the most part. So if you force yourself to start creating more new habits, and this is stuff we've talked about before, um, that's something that I, I think is more successful. We've got a guest that just walked into she the... Has, she has to be on microphone. <laughs> Our expert just walked <laughs> in. We're going to press... We pause. brought in an expert. Oh, sorry. Brandy, say hi oh, to everybody. Say hello, say hello to everybody. Say hi. Hello, this is Lance Romance's wife. I'm now Lance frigging Hepler. Oh, yeah. Lance. This is true. <laughs> I thought he was Brandy's husband. This is what I thought he was. <laughs> Mrs. Frigging has walked into the, <laughs> Mrs. Into the room That's here. That's my friends call me. <laughs> <laughs> How did you Mrs. Know? Mrs. Frigging. Mr. Uh, Brandy Hepler over here. <laughs> Internet looking good today. <laughs> Oh, what are y'all drinking Matt today? Didn't even that's so that much today. better than Matt's. I think, I think Matt should change his to that. <laughs> what are y'all drinking today? Oh, I see some chocolate milk. This is what this is what your husband should be drinking as an energy drink instead of Monster. Really? Well, he's. Did you know that he drinks Monster? Does he hide that from you? Yeah, no. Okay, I was wondering if he's actually <laughs> tried to hide that. Who do you think his supplier is? Yes. Yeah. She takes care She's of your me. She's your enabler. Right. Actually, she is Cassie my, my enabler. Me too. <laughs> Good to see you, Brandy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> All right. Back to this. Lance, do you need to step out for a minute? I don't know. Are you do in I trouble? Need to step no, out? I just was driving by. Okay. okay. Just drive by. Am I in trouble? Am I in trouble again? <laughs> That was Lance's eyes, even when she walked in, was like, am I in trouble? Well, okay, <laughs> like, what did I forget? I definitely forgot something. You're like, you have an appointment right now? <laughs> it's like, right now. <laughs> right, right now. Well, anyway, there's something about a new year that is a little bit, you know, nice, because you can you can get to that point where you, like, oh, geez, I'm, I'm doing all these things. I want to accomplish all this stuff, and it's just not, and this is just a good way where everybody's already kind of in that mindset, so you've mm -hmm. got people around you rallying. It's just a really good time to sit back and examine your habits. So yeah. I think that um, there's definitely a right way and a wrong way to do that. But the fact that you want to do it, maybe this is something that can help you. And I've got a list of seven different things that we're going to run through here. Nice. And I wanted to get your guys' perspective. And, and just for those listening out there, we have not run through this all ahead of time. So this is going to be yeah, a little bit cold. Shoot for the hip. And I'm, yeah. I'm really cold curious. Open. Hot seat. I'm really yeah, curious to see seat. where these guys come from because you've got three guys sitting right in front of me. All separated by about a decade each. <laughs> <laughs> almost actually, actually pretty, pretty close. Actually, close. It, is, it is almost ballpark, yeah. But you guys are very successful in everything that you do. You know, you've got uh, you're, you're retired, Lance. I'm the most successful person are, I know. You're very, you're a very, you are, I am the you're most also, humble person. You're I know. also the most successful person I know. You are, you are the most also, humble. You're also the best at retiring that I've met so far. Oh, like yeah, if Phil Guyman's the worst at retiring, you're the other I'm side the best, of the spectrum, the and best. you're pretty good at it. So. Best of the best. Across the table, you've got Matt Legrand over here. He's got a fantastic family. He's got a YouTube channel. He's got a successful. They don't just give YouTube channels to anyone. Inter international. You, you get some Matt, Matt, Matt's the only international famous one here. Well, 
Well, no, Lance Lance does have like a couple people in Iceland. I think you like it. I'm the only one at the table with an autograph picture request. This is very true. I don't know. Have you ever asked? Has somebody ever asked you to sign something? Every day. Every day. Dang it! I met this guy named David when we were. You know, in uh, mm-hmm. in Augusta, and he he knows all yeah. of you guys, and he knows and all he of your Matt. families. Yeah. He knows all about you guys. Yeah, <laughs> he's also got a brother, successful but. coding career, <laughs> and he's got a, a fantastic track record as an athlete. And then you've got Evan Price over here, who's like. Bottom God. of the barrel. Where do we of even start? Three options. <laughs> you not retired. You've got like not a ton of hobbies, not a bunch of stuff, but you've got a couple things. Like you've got your, your new wife focus. and your new <laughs> formulated family that you're very enthusiastic about. Your professional career, you're like mm-hmm. killing it. I mean, you've made such a name for yourself at 31 years old. I mean, that's pretty that, nuts. That, that is how old I actually am. Forget how old you are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got this pro triathlete career, and you do all mm-hmm. of that extremely well. So. Obviously, you guys have had some habits that have helped you get to these stations, and I'd, I'd like to be able to talk about those. So, um, the first thing is patience. How do you guys? How are you patient? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you keep from wanting that constant instant gratification? How is it that you guys are able to sit back and just let time go by to get to where you want to be? Well, that's the best one on this list, in my opinion. I haven't even seen the other seven. <laughs> I mean, I think about like like New Year's goal. Like, I love this time of year personally because I love going to the gym. The gym is so well. When I when I say the gym, quote unquote, I mean go to the pool. I walk through the gym to get to the pool. (laughs) I was gonna say, but it's so dead in December that I do love seeing that shift in January where. I know people always come like, oh, these are just the you know the New Year's resolution or something. Yeah, but like, if you got a hundred of those people, four of them might stick with that and have actually, you know, 10 years down the road, be somebody that's doing bike racing or, you know, lifting consistently and all that stuff. So it's always exciting to watch that. But it is, this is always why I say in PT too, is like if your goal that first week of 2023 was like, I'm going to gym all seven days this week, like that is not displaying patience. Mm -hmm. Like patience is being like two to three times this week would be a good Initial start. Agree and disagree. Okay, so I listened to... You, you like the full gas approach no, right off the bat? No, 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 no. <laughs> but I like the habit-forming approach. Go to the yeah. gym. Okay. Go yeah. to the gym. So there was this guy, and I don't, I don't remember where I saw but this. But you got to be talking patient about. with your load. Yes, yes. You know, like the, oh, the, 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 the actual load of training. There was this guy, and, and his goal was to go to the gym every day. For 365 guess how, days. Guess how long he was at the gym for, I don't know, the first couple months. His goal was 15 minutes. five minutes. That's awesome. Just there just you go. Yeah, and it was just like, there. and it was like, he drove to the gym. He went in there. He could barely have time to like warm up, and then he cut himself off. And he was like, "Go, go home." And it was just like, boom, habit forming. He lost something like two hundred pounds. He was oh, like wow. one of these guys. Hey, good. That, yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, it's again, probably when you're that big, like going to the gym and just walking there and getting, well, just out, getting out of the house, house at that point is going to be yeah. So yes and no. I think yeah. your your point of being patient is is spot on, right? Where it's like yeah. that's what that guy was showing. Really, a lot more patience than I've seen in really anyone, right? Yeah. Where it's like I'm only going to do five minutes. I'm cutting myself. I bet off. he. I bet he didn't that's, get injured that entire process either, did he? I have no idea. If he if he was that patient early on, I bet he did a great job of building his his it's, base. It's, it's interesting to me who. Also, it's not really like a New Year's goal or anything like that, but I wish I went to the gym more to like lift, you know, because yeah. I go to the pool 
go yeah. through the gym, like you're you know, go through there. the gym, yeah. the pool. Mm-hmm. And I have kids that go to the pool, so I'm I'm all, I am already there. I mean, uh, just think about it. if you stopped for like seven minutes and just did a quick yeah. hit routine no, or something like that. How much no, that adds no up lie. Time? My my lifting routine once a week is obviously at work. I'm very yep. lucky. I have a very accessible sure. gym that I am. I'm there ten yeah, hours yeah. a day for a portion. But my lifting routine takes between fifteen and yep. eighteen minutes That's once a week. Very similar to what and my it's routine very heavy takes. four by four. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, mine's not heavy at all and i'm like i can do 15 minutes and i can be sore enough like little like just like what you want to be when the next day when you're like getting a little bit sore but it's all in like thick muscles it's not yeah. like tendons or whatever yeah like that's perfect so it doesn't it's not a matter of like the time to do it mm-hmm. there's 15 yeah. there's always 15 minutes in your day to do something sure. like that sure. and it helps yes. that i'm right there by the pool so that does help maybe it should be a new year's goal i don't know just what you have in the pool uh well i i would take a different approach to this i mean Training is all about patience. You yep. do say that, yeah. but the concept of but delayed Lance is not patient. <laughs> no. Well, that's what I'm just going to say. The mm-hmm. the concept of delayed gratification has been a cornerstone of my entire adult life, mm-hmm. and it's and it most of it was based around okay, what am I going to have to do now so that I can have gratification in the future? Did I expect that my life would turn into what it is right now? I hate to say this. My life rocks right now. Yep. It has been fantastic. It's tough to say that. It seems pretty neat. It seems pretty nice. I, I've had some. I've had three really crappy things that happened this last year. But regardless of that, yep. I mean, the fact that I, my time is my own. I mm-hmm. have a relative good amount of income coming in without me having to physically do work. I can travel. I'm fit enough that I can ride where I want to. Uh, you, you know, all those STDs are clearing up. <laughs> I feel Wait, I, it doesn't. Was your, is your wife still here? <laughs> Did she hear that part? It's true. So, I mean, the fact that I mean, I worked all those. I worked 20 years doing 60 hour weeks and managing yeah. 30 staff members, uh, you know, at the largest point, just hoping that I would get to the point where I can do what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And I. And my whole concept beginning that was, okay, you do the you do the work now, you buckle down, you try to figure out what a good exit strategy or, or something is going to happen in the future. And that was interesting for you because your back was hurting and you needed to retire early. Correct. Which is like this blessing in disguise. Yes, but I had already set my life up well enough yes. to the point that right. when yeah, my... the timing worked out nicely. Yes. But yeah. had your back been fine, do you think you'd still be working right now? I probably would still be working. Which, think about, Are you think sure? about all the trips yeah. you would have missed. Would you? Yes. I mean, you thousands of thousands of... It, Okay. Mileage. You would have hired Your somebody health. to do more of the day-to-day management, though, at some okay. point, wouldn't you? Have? I'm going I'm to throw out some numbers, and it's going to sound like I'm completely <laughs> sounding like an asshat. Yeah. Like, like an ice cream sandwich. But... <laughs> ice cream sandwich. <laughs> but when when you're making a million bucks a year, you you... You want to make two million. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And you want to see what I can do to make ten million a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's it going to take for me to make twenty million a year? Yeah. How do I grow? How do I build? How do I go? And so that was the trajectory of what that I was on. I think was, they call it the rat race, don't they? Yes. <laughs> it's like okay, I've grown to this point. Now what can I do to yeah. to take yep. the next step? How do I how do I expand from here? And when my back went out, I realized. I had enough. Yeah. I am not super wealthy, but I am comfortable. Right. Because yeah. I am I'm at a point where 
my my investments are fueling my life, right. and I'm not losing the yeah. the, the capital. I think th- there's a there's a great uh, song about being buried with your money. So I think that you probably, yeah. luckily, your back made you realize that, like, hey, yeah. you can live a pretty darn awesome yeah. life and, and th- stop now. I yeah. think it's important for people, maybe they're listening to this, to to think like, okay, what's the number where I just like stop, and right? Decide it and like, if you need to, write it down, put it in your pocket, and be like, and I'm good here. Yeah. Like, but then and then if you hit, you know, if you hit that, recognize. Like you really should think about walking away, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's so easy to be like, and twenty million, and yeah. if you're at twenty, like it'd be great to hit forty, yeah. And you and you can't, you really can. It's just a matter of being like, there's a great time to say, like, look, there's this number that I said I'd be good at, and I think I would be good at that. Like, you know, that number should be big, and maybe it should be a little bit scary, but I think it's like one of those things where take it, put it in your pocket, because you'll get there eventually, and it's nice. Just remember to walk away. Time is finite, yep. and you only get so much of that. And to be able to enjoy that and know what truly makes you happy, yeah, that's what Lance is doing. It's huge. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I'm very fortunate. <clears throat> I, you, yeah. know, you know, it doesn't hurt the fact that my kids were all grown and gone. I don't have anybody at home I'm looking after at the moment. Yeah, although they all still need help from me. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> didn't they all just come back for New Year's Eve and everybody well, was dude, in the house? We had house? a blast on New Year's Eve because yeah, my I kids bet. are all adults. It was a good time. Anyway, that's we'll get to that. All right. Well, so before we get deeper into this, let's let's just do this real quick. Um, we need to like when we're thinking about like what it is that we want to change about ourselves and the, how we want to examine our habits. We need to think about um, what we want to be and and start to make real choices on how to get there. Um, that's that's kind of like the starting point that you need to understand. Like you just can't haphazardly go around, uh, you know, just mm-hmm. saying doing all these random things. I mean, take an honest look at you, what you want, and what you want to change. And then you need to start doing certain things and stop doing others. And that's where we need to start in- integrating all of these different topics that we're going to talk about. Um, so we need to think about what we need to start doing and we need to think about what we need to stop doing. And then we can start taking steps towards that. So patience is probably a very, very good place to start. Would you all agree? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Good. How does this relate to cycling or i mean this can be overlaid well, like the on most important, everything it's like one of the most important things exactly. in cycling i would it's, say it's, yeah, yeah that's, this is going to transcend your entire life so you can stop and think about that too but mm-hmm. like let's talk about things that are relevant to this podcast like cycling and triathlon yeah. and just you know being a good athlete so just think about these things like you're not going to go out and increase your ftp by 50 points no. in the next week i mean yeah you're probably not even going to do that this year most cases mm-hmm. that's just not the case but when you start to think about this in smaller more palatable chunks and thinking about the little things that you need to do to get there mm-hmm. and then being patient with that and thinking about the things that you need to start doing and the things that you need to stop doing that's where it all starts to come together because you know what i've come to learn Time goes by really fast. It does. Very fast. And before you know it, it's been a year, it's been two years, it's been five years. And then you think about all of the stuff that you accomplished in that time. Just think about how much more you could have had if you'd been a little bit more focused or if you had Mm -hmm. certain goal or habits that were changed. So anyway, all right. So the next one, creating a routine. What is, what is that like for you guys? Do you guys struggle with that? Is that something that you're really good at? I'm looking at the three of you and I'm thinking that that's not really a problem for you because you guys have busy lives. And if you don't have a routine, then it's going to be a problem for you. I think shifts in, Lance could probably speak to this, I think shifts in routine are hard. Keeping a routine, the the metaphor I try to use for people I coach when we have to have the off-season conversation is getting momentum going is very Mm -hmm. hard. Like, like starting any 
process is incredibly difficult. Yeah. So you can take time off, but you do understand that the slower that ball, that stone starts to roll once we once it's stopped and we've lost a lot of fitness. Right. Yes, getting that rolling is very hard. I like very that hard. idea from a coaching perspective of like telling an athlete like, fits easy. stick in your routine when you're taking a break, but like yes. stay to your routine, but just adjust the workout itself that, in, that's, the, in the that's load, exa- right? That's, like, that's the best advice I've, I've heard was like, hey, if, if your normal ride was two hours with some crazy intervals in it, yep. go ride 45 minutes easy just at the same time you usually yep. would. Yep. Yep. Because as soon as you break that habit, I mean, it's like the it's same idea. Harder. I mean, could you imagine talking to a smoker who's like two years not smoking and you're like, hey, let's take an off season from quitting smoking here. Just go ahead like for two, three weeks just go ahead and lightly start smoking. Again. Do it, yeah. How I, I would love to do a case study on how does that go? Like, is that yeah. so? Or I, or people who struggle with alcoholism. Yeah, they, you take mm-hmm. you you take. Yeah, they one don't take sip. two weeks off. No, yeah. you <laughs> can take one sip and and be down a rabbit hole for a month and a half. Right. Yeah, and so exactly. That's. Yeah, it, you, you can't. Yeah. At that point, it's more like breaking the routine, right? Yes. Where yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's like the exact inverse of it, which which and I sometimes think that, it's like the environment too. You know, it's like exactly, yeah. Like I, I, you have to create I, that environment. Though the, right. this wife started realizes environment and like development of routine is a real easy excuse for some people mm. where they're like, "Well, I just don't have the time or the availability for that." And Jake already mentioned, you know, every single human being is fifteen minutes. Yeah. And I really, as a medical provider, I've gotten very tired of that time excuse because yeah. I meet people every single day that blow my mind. I mean, I coach people that blow my mind where I'm like, "You got two kids." You're in the depth of your career, and you're you want to qualify for the Boston Marathon. You know, this was Lance yeah. at one point in his life. It's like yeah. everybody has time. Yep. Now, that does not mean that everybody has the time to ride a bike for UAE. <laughs> that, that's not what that means. You do not have 30 hours in your week, but you absolutely have the time to develop a routine. And yep. if you don't think you have time to develop a routine, then unfortunately, nobody's really going to want to hear you complain anymore because that's just like... But I love complaining. I know. <laughs> and it's funny because the people who don't want to develop their routines are the ones who really love to complain about not having and a routine. Spent, <laughs> 15, 15 minutes of complaining. There's my 15 you minutes You just spent enough there. time where you could have lifted a heavy thing four by four yeah. in the time you told me that you don't. You know, people, <laughs> during the thick of my career, when I was working 60 hours a week, I had three kids at home, uh, busy marriage, uh, busy church life, uh, yeah. still also training for Ironman yeah. or, or the Boston Marathon. And people would ask me, how how do you find the time to do that? I would get asked that a lot. How yeah. do you find the time you to do the everything time. you're yeah. doing? And my response was, you waste way more time than you think you do. <laughs> well, and don't you think people like yeah, find time absolutely. to do what they want right? to do? Yeah. Like, if, you're, if I you're always going to make it, yeah. If like, I want to oh. watch TV for three hours a night, you <laughs> yep. find time or to watch Or if there's, three there's a show that you're exactly. really into, you find the time and you, you do it. You find the time or, to watch yes. that show. Or right. if it's like, oh, and that's, those and, toilets haven't been cleaned in a while. Like, And that's, and that's even <laughs> the like thing that... I got to go work out. I can't do that. That's even the thing that I know I was having this conversation with some guys that are in their 30s who are pros and one of uh, two of them actually have kids now. And we, we talked about how the really built-in excuse for the quote-unquote part-time pro triathlete is I can't recover and I can't sleep enough. And we're like, that's BS. You get you, that decompression time you have at the end of the evening, put the phone away, go to sleep right now. Like, you know, to compete at this level, you need eight hours of sleep. Yeah. You cannot compete as a professional athlete Habits. on six. Yes. Habits. Things exactly. that you say yes to means that you're saying no to something else. Vitamin N from Elliot Kipchoge. There you go. <laughs> the, the ability to say no, no. and know that yeah. it's, if, if at the end of the day, you're like, hey, I just don't want to be as fast on the bike, maybe as I was when I was younger, I don't want to do this. But if that is actually your goal, then you need to find in your routine that that recovery and that training needs to happen. Yeah. And it has to happen through a routine. Yeah. 
routines themselves can be very difficult to establish. I think mm-hmm. you need to understand and know where your sweet spot is. Like I know that I am super productive in the mornings and I, as the day goes on, it starts to kind of fade a little bit more. And I find that I will end up putting off cause I am a big, I'm fall guilty to the whole big P word that procrastination (laughs) and I'll put it at the end of the day. Like I, I shouldn't be doing like my quality workouts on the bike at the end of the day. I, and I know that like when I get up and I'll do a ride at five o'clock in the morning and I'll get that done in an hour and a half or two hours, I get, such a high off of that and i'm i do that's so well that, that you can nail a hard bike workout at 5 a.m i can't yeah, do that that's anymore impressive. i cannot it, I, I'd, I'd rather do it at 10 p.m for, you know, for me yeah that first five minutes is like uh, and then 10 minutes you're like oh that's good and then like like 15 20 minutes i'm like i feel great right now that's, and i can go out and crush it's probably after you've established that habit that you start to yeah feel better yeah your body just clicks into that yeah, into that's that, good but that if habit. i save that same workout and all of a sudden i've already had a full busy day and i'm putting you're myself on the trainer at like 7 or seven thirty at night it's just not the same quality yeah it's gotcha. just not so and that's it because yeah you you will talk to if you take 10 really good endurance athletes yeah. it's funny how all of them do seem to have like when we when will you put your hardest workouts yeah you get 10 different answers sometimes yeah. like i mean i know some people that like they just love like if they work from home they love that like noon yeah they're yeah. just like crush it at noon that's yeah. good too i mean yeah. I, in an ideal world do i, I want to be up at five well. o'clock yeah. in the morning no, I don't. I'd rather be sleeping. And yeah. I would rather sleep in and, and, and have a breakfast and then get up and do a hard workout at like nine o'clock in the morning. I but my yeah. my schedule just yeah, doesn't permit that. So yeah. but just understand where you can own your routine. Uh that that's that's a big thing. And then tackle the big things first. Get those things out of the bigger the way. Like what what's most important to you? Mm-hmm. Get it done first. Don't wait. Make your make your big it's breakfast for yeah. me. <laughs> that's the biggest and most important yeah, thing. I'll tell you what, my most important thing throughout the day is make sure I eat a lot. Yeah. Like the training just happens for me at that yeah. point. Like at this Pop, point, pop tarts and peanut butter, dude. This <laughs> this is just getting Quality. this is getting food in. Twenty twenty three. One of my big one of my big habit changes was like eat frequently throughout the day. I just have food sitting in my car, just like massive amounts of food. I have two of these in there. Awesome. I have cases of monster one. in my. Car. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So to close out the routine thing, life without design is erratic. Just remember that. Yeah. So, all right, focus on the little things. Focus on the little things. And by that, we're, oh, I like that. It, like, don't think big picture. Don't think about yeah. that goal that you're trying to accomplish six months, three months, or a year from now, because that's that's a big thing. Focus mm-hmm. on the little things, because those little things add up quickly. We've already kind of alluded to this a little bit, but um, these things are not small. They're not, they should not be taken with a grain of salt. Those things really, truly matter. If you do enough mm-hmm. of those in a row, that's where you're going to start to get your results from. Yeah. And that's a de-stressor as well. The thing I see with yeah. like kids I coach and stuff is they're like literally on the starting line crying, yeah. right? Or like in getting ready for their race and they're crying because they're so overwhelmed like, by I said I was gonna go nineteen thirty and I'm not sure yeah, if I can right it's now. Like state meet, <laughs> big crowds, blah, blah, blah. And you can just be like, What's the one thing you have to do right now? Put your shoes on. What's the yeah. second thing you have to do? Do your strides. Like, don't think. Right. Yeah. Don't right. overthink the big things. Yeah. Do one small thing in the step in the right direction, and you'll get there and when you get in the race you're fine right you know yeah. like you guys all know how that goes but like they don't they're overwhelmed there was, by the everything i loved i think it was a crowy quote yeah when he was talking about he did some documentary way back when i think with a car company but he had a quote in there that was way exceeded a car commercial <laughs> and it was, yeah. but he was talking about he talked about the start gun freed him 
yeah. which I loved it. And I and me being somebody who uh, the starter swims is a little bit more terrifying for me than it is for like Sam Laidlow, who gets to go off or, the front or and Crowley, dominate the or race. Crowley, yeah, or Crowley gets to, who yeah. gets to catch that front group. So I started playing that mantra in my head of like, yeah. I was excited for the little thing of that right after that start was like, just get on somebody's feet. And it yeah. was a little thing. Instead of yeah. thinking the big idea of, it's holy crap, I got to swim 2K at like one little thing. Yeah. 120 and change pace. And I've yeah, got to just, think about that. dude, I just got to kill myself on the swim. No, it was like, think about that little first yeah. five seconds, that little That's first perfect. five seconds. Lance, how does this change for you? You've you've kind of lost the whole, like, like going out and conquering the world with respect yeah, to like the business world. world. No, I guess go see the world now. Cycling, is that <laughs> is this something, does this kind of like fall on deaf ears with you? Because you get to do whatever the, where's my button at? Ice cream, ice, ice cream, cream scoop that you want, <laughs> or whatever you want. I mean, you could literally wake up and read a newspaper and eat some pancakes and pants, then go. Pants do, are it's just like it's all over the place. But do you do you find that you maybe lose a little focus because of that, or do you find that? Uh, yeah, you're you're right on. I mean, 10 a.m. is the perfect time for me to start my workout or yeah. my ride yeah. because I wake up at seven. I watch the Today Show. I. <laughs> Because <laughs> I hang out. I haven't seen that I, in a long time. I, I, I wash I, a few rocks. I read the paper. I check out yeah. my other stuff. I make I'm sure my clothes still get are the warm. Paper. That's actually a life goal of mine. Is as soon as I retire, I'm going to get the paper again. I well, hope that that's still a thing. I, I read it on my phone now. I yeah. actually stopped. Oh, darn. I, I'm yeah. gone too much. I leave nah, for like yeah, a just month and I come back. And yeah, it's too much. It's Plus, like, papers yeah. aren't going to exist by the time you retire. Yeah. I hope they're still there. I will be the one person still by the Colombian. So, yeah, my whole my routine changed quite a bit. Yeah. Just it, uh, I got to make my own schedule and do what I want pretty much every day. I still have meetings, I still have responsibilities, but it's five or six hours a week of meetings and responsibilities. Right. It's not. Do you find 50. that it's easier or more difficult for things to go sideways with your your training? Oh, it's way easier to go sideways. Because all of a sudden you're like, because you get a wild hair up your butt to go jump in the van for a month. You can a do that. A little bit yeah. and, you know, Or if you want to go on a cruise or do all these fun things. But that really is going to wreak havoc, in, havoc with that daily routine of training and doing things that, consistently. That first year that you retired, so that first year. Yeah. Did you have, we talk about, especially in my field right now, there's a lot of great research, a lot of good talks around the dopamine threshold for everybody. And when we're talking about highly successful people when their routine has to change, did you notice any outside of obviously the immediate happiness of being like, wow, I don't have to like wake up at the absolute butt crack of dawn anymore. But like, did you have any even slight depression during that time period? Or did you immediately try to fill it with like, I'm just going to train more or like, I'm just going to, we're we're hopping in the car and going like way everywhere. It was, it was pure joy. Really? (laughs) See, this is my worry. That makes me feel so much better because I'm so worried. I'm so worried when my career is done, I'm going to have this like lost feeling all of a sudden be like, oh my God, what do I do right now? Most people struggle with that. I had something that I could just dive right back into. into. I gave up dentistry and running all those businesses and dove right into cycling full time. Gotcha. Doing doing this, so you got to make that a part of this. Seamless, yes. That has to be a real like seamless transition. I, I had a hobby that could take over my life, yeah. and I let it. Yeah, for so sure. That was so you met that, that very, dopamine threshold just yes, in a different way, basically. Right. Yeah. But to answer Jake's question, uh, there's there's hundreds of days where I've planned to ride at 10 a.m. and I finally threw my leg over the bike at 4 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Because I just screwed <laughs> off the entire rest of the day because I had nothing else to do. There was like no pressure, and so it the routine kind of it by not having the routine it derailed the whole day. 
if that makes sense. It does, yeah. 100%. Yep. So yep. now that you've fully been engrossed by cycling, how come you haven't signed with Jumbo Visma yet? <laughs> because yeah. I'm a freakless fat boy. Because be next week. Because <laughs> unfortunately, genetics matter more than anybody wants to say in endurance sports. <laughs> I'm a 52-year-old broken man. But it's, it's, it's called coming. I mean, yeah. I'm just waiting. Just wait by that phone. Wow right. hasn't responded to that direct message yeah, yet, has he? Getting back to the small things, they are not small. They add up. They mean something. And that's if you're focusing on that, that's going to help you make your your habits much more successful. Mm-hmm. Um, assemble your life action by action. Think about w- putting one foot in front of the other. You guys already kind of talked about that, and that's good. Mm-hmm. Concentrate. You have to concentrate on those things. That's probably, mm-hmm. in this day and age, that's probably it's one of the hard. more difficult things for people to do because there's yeah. – so much that the, life can throw at the you. The power of now, quote unquote. I just watched a yeah. I just watched a really good video on that. Oh really? It was a guy who did a TED talk. He was talking about the actual neurophysiology behind yeah. that. How how he was saying the one thing that like connects all great endurance athletes, the guy was an endurance athlete. Yeah. Was he was talking about it's it's the ability to very much focus on a conscious, like yeah. present moment. Concentrating yeah. is so important. And that goes right back into that question of saying if you're saying yes to one thing, that means you're saying no to something else. Yeah. Ask yourself the, that question, like, is what I'm doing right now helping me achieve my better habits or what I'm setting out to do or my big goal, whatever it is that you're trying to mm-hmm. accomplish, becoming a triathlete or getting signed by Jumbo Visma or yeah. <laughs> overtaking DC Rainmaker, whatever it might be. So. Dang you, Rainmaker. <laughs> yeah. but Dang it. He does the little things pretty good. <laughs> that's a good job. <laughs> that guy, he does that a hell of a job. <laughs> Concentrate and ask yourself that question because you know what? There's It's all too often that people find themselves on their phone scrolling and scrolling mm-hmm. and scrolling yeah. or like yeah. or even watching like email on, comes in yeah yeah text message comes in you know it's all these things like that like there's a lot of outlets or inlets yeah. into our lives to poke in and be like i need this answered mm-hmm. right now yeah yeah or whatever I've it is it's been bad trying that for a while to try and like kind of yeah focus away from that and people think I'm an ice cream sandwich yeah. hole because I don't get back to them in a decent amount of time. It's because I'm trying to concentrate on getting yeah. certain things done. Yeah. If I don't do that, and if I just if I answer every direct message, yeah. text message, email, email, phone call, Facebook direct message, yeah, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't get anything done. At the end of the day, I'm like, crap. I've got this massive to do list. Didn't happen. And but I did. I guess kind of service all these like micro things that, that yeah. needed to get done. But yeah. gosh, that, that that's hard. That's really hard. So asking yourself that question. I think I think connectivity too has had an has has had some negative effect on people who are in jobs, careers, and anything like that that are question answerers. Mm-hmm. And I realize this because at the end of the day, my entire job is just trying to answer questions. Yeah. That's literally all I do all day. Yeah. Is attempt to answer questions. And I realize that people always mean well and I love my job and what I do, but I have, and me and Cassie have always talked about this. I've actually started, so two things I do is there's a certain time of evening where I put the phone entirely away. Mm-hmm. And now actually when I'm on the trainer, I unless I know it's a very easy ride and I'm able to catch up on everything, I'll actually put the phone away. And it was for that same reason I wanted to concentrate mm-hmm. on what I was doing because I started to realize that that was inducing some stress for me because, you know, sure. it was... Every five minutes, I got some coaching text or something coming in with a million questions in there and, uh, you know, the world's ending and there's a crisis. And that, yeah. and I don't think that people realize... Well, I hope some people do. When you're, especially in the medical field to some extent, when you put a crisis onto somebody else, that's what they're there for. They're there to help you. But understand, think in your head for a second that imagine yourself in that role and imagine if 30 people did that to you in one day yeah. and what that would do to your psyche. 
there's a reason we got a lot of depression in the medical field. And that is because you cannot take on 30 medical crises of somebody appropriately. Yeah. Now, that means that somebody can deal with that, but that needs to be in a scheduled time period. Yeah. Saturday at 6 a.m. is not the time to send your doctor, PT, or medical health professional an absolute crisis text or email. That yeah. is just not a great time to do it. There are certain things that I'm seeing with certain with technology where you can like schedule when your email is going to get sent out. Wow, that's a great oh, idea. Yeah. And that, <laughs> and, no, that's a fantastic idea because like you might Thank you, Apple. If that's want to get something came off, off your that, chest, yeah. but you know, send that at a, a decent time. And yes. If you could do the same thing with like a direct message. And like 99.9% of people yeah. I work with all respect that. So yeah. I get that. But I also had to take myself out of a certain population to do that. Yeah. I had to be entirely with endurance sports athletes that all understand that like you know my, my crisis at 6 a.m is not something that this person should be dealing with right yeah. now it's that's the difficult part about being a coach is because you're going to have a oh, yeah. lot of personalities that want to have access to you at all times and they don't understand that like hey i need to have normal working hours because yeah. i've got other things yeah. in life that i need to get done yeah and that that's kind of a struggle that i've had in, in certain respects as well and you want to help everybody like yeah. that's your nature like that's why you coach yeah. people because you and want to help them to it. well and also you and me unfortunately during 2020 both doing similar things in yeah. that i think that that was just a high anxiety time period for people and everybody's schedule was wacky so it's yeah. like all of a sudden it's 12 30 past midnight and i wake up and i have like four texts from that time period i'm like who on god's green earth was up sending texts at this time yeah. but <laughs> is the, unless it's like an emergency is it do you guys ever text people past a certain time or before no. a certain time no. no, unless no. It's, I have a few people I'm okay with doing that too because there's an understanding. There's yeah. a there's a mutual understanding. I know you wake up early, so I don't mind sending you a message yeah. at like seven a.m. Yeah, that, that, that's mm. fine. But, but the, the this yeah, group, I'm always like, mm, it's oh, said pretty early for I, podcast. I would message. send you guys a two a.m. text as a joke. That's yeah. it's 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 yeah. about who I'm, you're. Yeah, it's yeah. the level of professionalism of the response. Sure. to me, is, I don't really. If you expect a high professionalism answer and yeah. questions answered, that needs to be oh, during yeah. work hours. Yes. is when you send that. And that if you don't sense. send it during work hours, you can expect that should take a while to respond to. Yeah, so. I just I don't I just generally don't text people after nine at night. Yeah, and I try That's and wait until after eight o'clock in the morning. Like with again with you guys, mm -hmm. I don't care what you guys can text me anytime you want. Yeah. Um, but also nobody here is going to do like, I yeah. think the only I've even waited for my on, like if I know it's like an update on a part or something, I'll even wait for Jay till like Friday at noon or whatever, yeah. or like Monday at noon. Cause and I know it like, you know, at some, like if I take Jake down at 5.30 a.m. at some point, I was like, he's not going to know the answer to this. And this is a pointless thing for me to and send And we're always right trying to put our kids to bed at like 8.30. And so usually I, I do get text messages at like 8.30, 9.30, you know, that time frame that I just don't see until like the next day. And I always feel a little like no, twinge of guilt. Feel, no. And I kind of let it go because I'm like, yeah, they... 8.30, man. <laughs> well, I think, well, I think most time. people would expect that that's going to be an answer well, the next day. And if they don't, yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's fine. Problem. No one yeah. cares, right? Like, you know, yeah. it's just here's, a matter of... Here's something that's coming for you soon, Matt. Yeah. My the, kids are starting to put me to bed between 9.30 and 10 o'clock at I know, night. right? <laughs> I know. My <laughs> wife has got me convinced oh. to go to bed early, and I've been doing a better job of that. Yeah. And it's funny that almost all of my kids go to bed after, after we do you. know. Yeah, yeah I, th I mean... It's not going to be very long for us. They're yeah. still, I get they're still so going to bed at a pretty good time. That's good. I I'm hear, so, especially I'm from so the high tired. school crew, way later these days. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's coming. You, can, you stay up later than <laughs> all of coming. us. I, I go to bed about 10, yeah. I'm, between 10 and 11. Last usually. night, I was trying to put terrible. the kids to bed, and yeah. I was falling asleep. Like That was probably 8.39. Yeah. Just like, yeah. yeah, I'm done. <laughs> all right, here's the next one. Don't always be getting ready to begin. Don't procrastinate. Ooh. So, oh, don't uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I had to so I think I'm, this is I'm interesting. I'm dumb. I had to process that <laughs> because there's a lot of that that I think happened last week, right? With yeah. people, and it's like, 
Get ready for yeah. New Year's first because we're gonna do that, but not right now. No, no. Right that was now. <laughs> that was my favorite joke. When like, anytime I heard anybody say something, I was like, "Tomorrow's fine." They're like, well, it's the twenty sixth tomorrow. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like yeah. also that's the same day as the first. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I. And it's I, an obnoxious response. But I'm I will also admit, but yeah. just as guilty as you know anyone else of being like, okay, like for my like not drinking, I'm taking the month of January off just in case you guys care. Yeah. But um, but I was not gonna I start on that. New Year's Eve. You know, no, of course not. <laughs> yeah. So I find myself guilty I think, of this. I think thing. most of these are as long as you have a genuine routine and plan coming up and yeah. not just a hope, not just like, oh, I'm going to hope on January 1st. I'm going to do this. If you have a genuine routine and plan and it just makes sense for it to start on January 1st, I'm always fine with that, this. Like yeah, that's, I think that's fine. I think the point is like, it don't, makes sense. There's no real But if you're telling me something in November and you're like, I'm going to start that on January 1st, be like, yeah, I know you're Might not. Well <laughs> it's like, but a 5% yeah. chance of that happening. it happens. doesn't have to, you should be able to listen to those words and, and apply that to any time, any day of the year. Yes. So right. for me, like the big thing is, is like, I, Matt's very consistent about it. I'm very jealous and envious and, and I respect the fact that you do a YouTube video every That's single my freaking routine, week. Though. That's your That's routine. routine. There you go. Yeah. It's in the routine. I have been talking about getting into that routine. I'm like, and I, I, I told myself in the back of my head, I'm like, routine. you're not going to do once a week. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to get 52 of these things out. You're not even going to do 40 because you said before you're going to do 40. Let's just do, once I don't know, weeks. once a month at once least. Once a month would be cool. I think you got to plan the week it's going to happen. One video last year. Lance and I recorded <laughs> stuff, but I only got one video edited and out. And that's not counting the live stream thing that we did. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love that. And I'm always doing all the, I'm, I'm researching, I'm, I'm playing with, I'm experimenting, yeah. I'm checking, like editing stuff, playing with it. I'm getting gear. I've got all the things. I got all the tools. I just, and I'm always getting ready to begin. But you know what? Not getting, not, not beginning. <laughs> yeah. And, and a big part of that was that the, I'm not going to call it a time suck, but when I come down to the lab where we're yeah. at right now, yeah. that it's, is all consuming. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you get yeah. here, and then, like I said, 15 people will come in and everybody mm -hmm. wants to talk to you and I'm perfectly guilty for gotta, engaging every single one questions. of those conversations. You gotta questions. And then yeah. the next thing you know, it's the end of the day and I look over at Paul, I'm like, Paul, I didn't get anything done today, yeah. damn it. So, well, imagine throughout the day how much time in your day you just answer questions. Oh, yeah. Because a question is something you can pre-plan for. Yeah. It's not, it's not like you can be like, all right, from two to three today, I'm going to answer yeah. questions. No, so that's you, like <laughs> you know what I found, and this is specific to videos, but it kind of applies to everything. The thing that I found interesting is that once a video has started, yeah, it's it's fine. I'm happy to like I'm very happy yes. to work on it even until like two AM in the morning. Yeah. But it's like the like getting everything set and ready and I've got like the talking head, like what I want to say and doing that part, that yeah. part of the video where I talk to the camera and all that stuff. Then like once that's done, then it's like all the editing and stuff like that. It's like that is smooth sailing. So so what I would say is and this could apply to things besides video, but like getting something started. Once something is started, it's easy to return back to that thing and keep working on it. Yeah. So. I fully agree with that. My problem is it's just getting to that station. Like, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, and I, I'm all about that too. It's like going on a ride. You're like, ah, oh, I got to do a three hour ride. But as soon as you get on the bike, That's that great. three hour yeah. ride yeah. felt yeah. like it was like 20 minutes, not a big yeah. deal. But when you're thinking about that three hours, or yeah. once you get out there and start doing it, it's fine with the it's video, the, the same, yeah. same, same concept. My problem is just finding the time and we've been making changes here and I've mm -hmm. been working from home on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Granted, we've had a lot of things that I've had to get done over the last couple of months, yeah. namely the, a new website that's still kind of putting out fires and like there's a lot of work that goes into that. But once I do sit down to do a video, I absolutely love that. Yeah. I have so much fun. The other problem is, is if I, if I made the time and I'm doing that at home and then all of a sudden family comes home, I need to be ever present with that. Cause if I yeah. stay in the 
office or the den until two o'clock in the morning, then I didn't get a chance to interact with my kids. Yep. My wife's going to hate me and my dog's like looking at me a little cross-eyed, little, little yep. like, dad, you suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, that, that's a reality home too. Life, so. you know? Yeah. That, well, <laughs> wait, your, your wife, doesn't, your wife doesn't hate you? I don't know what was wrong with what you just <laughs> said. <laughs> your wife should hate you. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think that's like one of the rules. I haven't talked to my kids in 10 years. <laughs> so they, your kids should hate you. Lance, does also, it matter for you? my dog does hate me. Does it matter for you to procrastinate? Do you really care at the end of the day? Uh, yeah, I do. Why? Yeah. Do, what's it, What's it affecting? Because I I don't feel a sense of fulfillment yep. if I procrastinate. But, but you got to do all the other fun little things that we all true. think about, like dopamine, you know, but, walking around in the house, or tidy whities eating pop tarts, just drink a monster, <laughs> and you'll feel paper. better. Yeah. <laughs> but feeling feeling a sense of purpose in yeah. your life yeah. and a fulfillment in your life is huge. Yeah. So I make if my you kids... don't have purpose or fulfillment, you are going to be more stressed. Yeah. You're not going to sleep as well, and, and you won't feel as good about yourself. Yeah, sure. and more anxiety. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I make my kids write down like five things that they want to get done each day. It's, yeah. And, and, and it's just like a start, right? And they have a like, purpose. Dude, I so take so many things from randomly that you do parenting-wise. But, not to, not to it, get cheesy, okay, but so I do. And like, like right now, I was like, man, I should probably Here's do that. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's Christmas break. They have nothing to do. Yeah. And my oldest in particular, my oldest kid gets really cranky at the end of the day because he knows he didn't get anything done. And it's the exact same thing. It's just that like, and I mean, this is where I am too. Like I need to have that like feeling of accomplishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and most days my wife would be like, how'd your day go? And I'm like, didn't get as much stuff done as I wanted to get done on my list or whatever. But like, same thing. It's just having that accomplishment of Yes. Slicing something off the list or I did this thing or whatever it is. Do you know what I've realized too? That is this is this is very biased and might be only because I have a large missing part of what you guys have, which is obviously children. But for me, I started to take away things that I thought I needed to do Mm. that day and I started to feel way more accomplished. As in like like instead of me always having, I even use my Google calendars freaking hilarious. I have like, th- I used to have like 30 things planned in there yeah. almost on like an hourly basis around work that I was going to get done. Mm-hmm. I get to the end of the day, look at that list and be like, I had two of those eight things got done. Yeah. And then yeah. I feel depressed, like significantly depressed. Yeah. Instead, I, I do that all the time. Yeah. I started to literally expect less of myself, which yeah. sounds like the exact opposite yeah. of what we're doing right now. But I did to some extent, I, I was more patient. I realized that this thing does not need to get done until yeah. a couple months from now. And just There's a lot of things back. studies and research that say that you should never have more than like five things on your yeah. list of things mm-hmm. to get under the it's day. Right. That, that was usually my threshold. If there were five things in that Google calendar. Yeah. I'm like, something needs to get moved because it's yeah. not going to get done. And you've always yeah. got to start with the first one, get it done and get um, it out of the way and make that be like productive. And, fu- and funny enough, for, for me, training, especially this last year, I have, I can genuinely say, I don't think there's been a day I had to motivate myself to get out the yeah. door to train. And <clears> the good. only reason for that was, I have been, I am not talented at anything, but the only thing I'm really good at is if there's something that's in my schedule, it's going to get done. Mm-hmm. And triathlon all of a sudden just became my job. So for me, it was, there's a reason I never missed a day of work until I had COVID, you know, the, this last year in my entire life was because I needed to be at work that day. Yeah. So I'm not going to do anything stupendous. I'm like a solid B minus at everything I do. But it's like I do a B minus every single day. Yeah, you'll so be you there. Builds yeah. up a lot of B minuses. B, like, for, B for B there. B for B there. Yep. And then it was like an A minus happened once a year and there a lot of go. C pluses. And there you go. It just averaged out to that B. But it was every single day I realized that that was the purpose. It was like, okay, the training just happens because it's part of my job at this yep. point. Yep. Yeah. Not that I'm saying anybody should make it part of their job, but that's like if you deem it that way in your brain, it helps. So going back to the procrastination point here, 
what are the things that you guys do? What are some pro tips that you can throw out there for people to get past that, to stop procrastinating, to stop having that be something that really grinds them down? How do you make those first steps? How do you take those first real steps? I'm, I procrastinate, and it's it drives me crazy. Get a buddy. People should not listen to what I say. Get a buddy to literally. So Josh sometimes will be this for me because oh, Josh yeah. is the He's most yep. of of everything I'm saying right now. Take what I do, and Josh is the nth degree of that, and yep. he, and much better. He He's will. Good. So there's like if if I'm even a little bit wishy washy, like hey, what time are we gonna swim? We're like uh, eight or nine. He's like eight or nine. Like um, eight. He's like, okay, see you at eight. And that's it. There's no like, hey, I'll be there at 8 15. Because I used to do that a lot for only training. I'd be like, hey, let's start at eight. And I text him, be like, 8 30. I'd always get it done, but it'd be 30 minutes late. With Josh, it is 7 50 if I said eight. Yeah. And eight is late. So it is. And I realized that helped me a ton because it was just like, all right, this is getting done at this time. It definitely helps to have someone to meet. Like, we're meeting at time and especially then, when you're starting a habit yeah, yeah. lance yeah. is good about this especially with me like it'll be like a weekend and i've, I've got a million things going on yeah I, mean, I gotta mow the lawn i gotta like take out the trash Where's i gotta get rid of jake's lawn <laughs> this is if jake didn't own a house and rented an apartment his, his schedule I, would I be so love my yard <laughs> loves my, his lawn. my yard work is fantastic that's like my one of my, my past it's very therapeutic <laughs> but i'll get all those things gotta run the errands gotta go to costco and home depot and bed bath and beyond if i've got time all that fun stuff right so lance will just show up at my house and all of a sudden, I'll see the ring doorbell like chime, and he's like knocking on the door, and I get the little notification like someone's at my door. Lance is here. He's in his kit on his bike. He's like, "Let's go." Yeah, like, he'll just he'll go. just do it. I was like, "Let's go." Like, all right, I guess I'm not doing any of this other stuff. Let's go for a bike ride. That's so. that's even better than a planned time because that's just like you could you, yeah. you you can't even procrastinate. Well, you can't even procrastinate. There's, there wasn't even a time to do it. It's like boom, it's happening now. He'll ask now. me a couple times. Hey, we're gonna ride today. What do you want to do for a ride? Yeah. He's trying to be nice about it, and all of a sudden just he's like, right, "You've procrastinated yeah. enough. Yeah. Knock it off. Let's and go I can for a ride." See that you're home. Exactly. Peer pressure and stalking are great. How are you going to achieve your 2023 goals? Intense peer pressure. To go back though, I think that that's probably one of the best things that you can do to stop procrastinating is get somebody else involved in that decision-making process. Accountability Accountability. with somebody. But if you also put it out there that I'm going to do this to other people, and then all of a sudden you Mm -hmm. don't, and they're going to look at you and say, you didn't. I think that's a double-edged sword because, (laughs) and I've seen like studies of this too, where it's like, they'll say like people that say they've got this goal feel like they've already done it in some way. I, I know. Which is, I, there's it, a word for it. I, I, I can't or, remember or phrase. what it is. I forget what they call it. But yeah. it's like... Um, some validation. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm not going to... do the goal I'm people gonna, are like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get in shape in January on January 1st and go to the well, gym and honey, be ripped. Like, I don't have to do that. I already said I did it. We're not talking about the actual goal, though. We're talking about no, taking that is, first yes, step. Yep. Just doing the actual part of your schedule. Exactly. And for me, like, I... I generally schedule the vast majority of all the rides that go out on the dialed cycling Strava. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I do that because I know that once I put it out there and You're if I say there, that yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to be there. Yeah. And that holds me accountable. Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's a good example of that. We did a new year's day gravel ride yep. with, with the team. We had like mm-hmm. a dozen people there, but, uh, Paul first, our, our, our good shop mechanic here at yep. the shop at the lab, he, uh, he agreed to go. Well, Paul is 24? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think he's 24. (laughs) He agreed to go. We live near each other, and so we always carpool when we go to these gravel rides together. Okay. So I'm like, hey, what time you, you know, I'm like, Paul, I'm going to come pick you up. He's like, okay, I've already committed to the ride, you know, I'll I'll be at your house at 9 a.m. I showed up at 9 a.m. 
he had gotten home like 20 minutes before that. Yeah. From the night before? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. good Lord. It was New Year's Eve. Yeah. He's yeah. 24. 24. Yeah. Yeah. He's out with his buddies. He went to a party. He was downtown. Yeah. He, he probably was crushed at... you guys on the ride, too. <laughs> yes, of course he, he crushed did. You guys. <laughs> he's out all night. He gets like... Alcohol vapor fumes. Yeah, him. exactly. <laughs> he slept on the cold floor somewhere. He didn't even have a blanket. Eats you know? a Pop-Tart and drops <laughs> Lance on the first climb. <laughs> yes, he did. But would Paul have showed up if he hadn't committed to the team or me He'd still be on the streets. I was going to be, be on the street somewhere. He'd uh-huh. still be on the streets <laughs> yep. Portland somewhere. Yep. It was just like, it was pure uh, accountability. I had, I'm going to be there. You said you're going. Yeah. Here we are. In, in, in undergrad, when I really started taking training seriously, I had a buddy who to this day I will always thank. His name was Mike Girardot. And that guy was the only other somewhat competitive cyclist in the entire Northwest area of mm-hmm. Ohio, I feel like. And every single Sunday morning, we would ride at 8 a.m. And Mike was a very schedule-based guy. And it was 8 a.m. He didn't care if I was walking back from somebody's apartment at 7 a.m. It was 8. And we did have a funny episode once where I, long story, I had fallen asleep outside of a Taco Bell that was right next to our house. And Mike rode up on his bike and literally, like, sees me over there, comes over, wakes me up. He's like, right now, get inside. Like, get the train. I I, I think I slept... 25 seconds and yeah. got on the bike and went on a century ride that day. Oh. And I will never forget how terrible that felt and guaranteed got eight hours of sleep for the rest of my life after that. But yeah. Ouch. God being in your early 20s. Gotcha. Yeah, right. yeah, early 20s. I do have to head out. Cassie's going to grab me here soon. All right. Yep. I think part of that. What's is, the next one? Let me get a, say, let like, me get a hot 30 second take on this next one. As far one. as account- <laughs> accountability, team, having a team. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, team or a good club if you're not into the racing yeah. thing. So. Or just go run at Alabama. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, <laughs> run the with the team. fastest people in America, and you'll be yeah. held pretty accountable. <laughs> the team is there; they're going to have practice, you yes. know, and you, you know, you know what time practice is. Oh yeah, it's just there's that easy. Yeah, practice time doesn't change. <laughs> yeah, I think that's nice. Master swimming; it's the best thing ever. Yeah, master swimming practice. Yep. The next one, commit to reading and studying. Do that over and over again, and once you're done with that, repeat and do it again. Find some good people that yep. can help educate you, that can help guide you down this path. So. Yeah. Well, that's two things, right? So there's there's reading, and then there's finding someone to help be a mentor type person. Mm-hmm. Well, it's if you find a good book or you find a good YouTube channel or something like that, you can right. go through and watch all that. And you're sure. going to assimilate it, but if you go back and watch it again, you can really just take it in even more. You can get I think, an even deeper understanding or appreciation of maybe some things that you missed. Yeah, and mm-hmm. not that books can't be mentors too, or you could read a book about Abraham Lincoln, and it could be a, your, you know, faux mentor in a yes. way, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Yeah, but. Yeah, I think that that's a great one. Yeah, stay educated, people. Yep, that was kind of a the, the little softball one. It's kind of an easy one. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go do a little bit of research about the stuff that you're trying to do so that you can be mm-hmm. proficient with it. All right, the next one: associate with those who will inspire, motivate, and support you. And that kind of hits on the head with the whole join a team thing. Peer yeah, pressure. absolutely. Team helps. If if you got to surround yourself with good people, if you don't surround yourself with good people, you're surrounded by crap people. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a, a funny saying, or not a funny saying, but a, a saying that a lot of people have, have used, and I you know, fully support and buy into it, is like, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Right. It, like, if you are yeah. around motivated people, you're going to find Oh, yourself- God, you guys suck. I'm in trouble. This is not, <laughs> this is not well, that's good. Cause, that's because we're your friends. I'm leaving yeah, now because of that trouble. last point. Let, let it be very clear. I'm leaving on that point. Go hang out with Cassie. <laughs> exactly. Cassie's cool. I go hang out with my wife. You guys Cassie's, suck. She's, yeah, good. she's good people. Cassie's got a good future ahead of her. <laughs> I'm um, filling up this box with a hat. An empty peanut butter thing and an empty there's still some energy drink as we're talking pop about. Important. Don't forget and, your and pop- a pop tart. Kroger pop tart is that what that is? See everybody. <laughs> yes, Kroger brand. <laughs> See you, bud. Um, you know, 
who are your friends? Who are you spending time with? And, and who do you associate with is really going to be a good indicator of like whether or not you're going to be successful at making better yeah. habits. I mean, if you like to hang out with Lance, you're going to be out drinking and doing drugs and <laughs> out all hours of the night, and you're not so going to be true. very like productive first thing in the morning or at all in life. I'm a firm believer that you are a kind of a, a conglomeration of the last 10 people you've had interactions with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, or the people you've had conversations with. So the people you hang around or the people you spend your time with, you become more like them, which is why I choose to spend time with idiots like you and why I've turned out <laughs> to be such an idiot. But I try to, you know, choose people that I want yeah, to be with and sure. not toxic people. And, and I think the thing is, is you have to respect yourself enough to be like, I don't have time for this. Yes. Because their problems are going to be your problems. They, yes. The, the thing I see is like they want to tell you about their problems and dump their problems on you. And you just have to be like, that's a line that I don't need. Like, I just, you don't need that drama in your life. Or how guilty you feel if one of those toxic people ends up being a family member. Yeah, yeah. The things you say yes to are the things that you are saying no to are going to be a direct indicator to the things right. that you're saying no to. So if you're making room for that and you're saying yes for that, you're losing valuable time yes. and, and mental space. And you're going to let that person live in your head and, and be a problem for you and drag you down and, and monopolize your time. That's that's not good. I think that takes time to learn. It does. And that's one of those things where it's like, how do I get my kids to learn that lesson as soon as possible that they, that you know, and I don't know how to do that. I'm not a good parent. But like, yes, it'd be great if they were like, oh, this person's got issues and I'm good without having all of their extra baggage and things to deal with or whatever. It's yeah. like, I think you learn that slowly the yeah. hard way. Yeah. But you have to. You have to have those life experiences. Yeah, sure. And if you don't yeah. have those life experiences, then how are you ever going to truly know that you shouldn't be giving that the time of day? Yeah. So, But it, as a parent, you can help them see that sooner so that they're not... Rinsing and repeating it and doing it over right. and over and over Rinsing. again. Having repeating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you wearing a t-shirt? I, I, I sure. hat. Wait, I mean, you had I, the same double branded. three days ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the I, same hat two I days have, ago. Okay. So I have this He was wearing a green shirt, shirt last time. Okay. Was, it, was it bright green? Yeah. I, I have, um, I think, five of them or something. And yeah. I try to, like, wear not wear the same one in the next video that I wear in the next one or whatever. So, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys. Uh, any, you guys disagree with that one in any way, shape, or form? No. I, 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 That's easy. Go one. find good people. Good find. Good. There, there are good people out there, and they're worth your time. Yep. The last one, number seven, free up precious time. Free up precious time. <laughs> <laughs> I need more free time. Uh, yeah. I think we all do. I mean, again, you don't have to um, say yes to everything. No. And you should. You know what you need to accomplish. If you're not doing that, then. I mean, if you're just sitting down and watching the Kardashians like Lance does, I, I mean, love you're those just Kardashians. <laughs> that was the last episode, wasn't it? Killing the Kardashians. I, I don't know is what that it's called? Yeah, it's not called killing the Kardashians. It's keeping up with the Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians. I know. Yeah. I know this, Lance. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, we've talked about this already so many times. People always say they don't have time, but do they? Do they really not have time? Do you know anybody that's like none of us here at this table are perfectly efficient with our time and we literally don't have time? That's an excuse that you should use all the time to tell people that you don't have time, time when you want to tell them you don't have like you need to free up more time for yourself. Yeah. Okay, here's a classic example. Elon Musk. How many companies is he running? How many seven or eight? Five. And, and they're yeah. gigantic, huge, you know, massive companies. Plus he has kids and a wife or a 
He has ex. a kid yeah. and an ex. Regardless, he's got a couple kids. He's, he's, he's got a lot of kids, yeah. but he still has plenty of personal free time to do what he wants or spend his time with. He stills, you know, even though he, he owns he Twitter tweet, now, he, he tweets still, a lot. He still got tweets a lot, tweet. which means he's he's got time. Yeah, he's got time. Yeah. That, that's my point. Is that even yeah. the people that seem the absolute busiest still have time? Yep. Yeah, I think the people that work for him maybe not so much time, but <laughs> right. Um, don't consume things that are going to crush your spirit or bring you down. Just don't do it. I mean, if you are consuming the things that are going to take away that time and bring down, we kind of talked about that with the negative people in your life, but just. That's why I don't do seven hour races anymore. <laughs> crush your spirit. It crushes my spirit. Uh, lock in time by eliminating things you don't need. Again, asking yourself that question of like, do I need this right now? Do I, is this helping me achieve my my goal? Is this is this positive habit forming? So ask yourself that question. Ask yourself that question often, and I think you're like, oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be going down this rabbit hole, or maybe I don't need to hmm. know what's going on. The with internet me. is the worst for that, right? Where oh, you're yeah. like, oh, I'm just gonna search this one thing, and then you're like, thirty minutes later, <laughs> right? It's like YouTube, you know, it's yeah. kind of the same. Or TikTok. I, was, I, <laughs> I think it was like last night. I was searching. I was like. What percentage of the earth really is water? It's like 71.2. or and It's like, that's the rabbit hole that I went down. Like, that's <laughs> such a pointless waste right, of time. Right, right. And it was just because, like, that's what popped in my head, and I wanted to know the answer. And I'm like, I can spend some time here. <laughs> yeah, say no to the inessential so you can do the essential. It's a double win. Yeah. Right? All right, what else we got here in this? Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I think that, that was good. about covers that. That's a good discussion. That's a good topic. I, I think it's good to have that every year. Once yes. you're just kind of like refresh. Agree. Just you know, the more you hear it, the more you can like actually start to employ some of these things. I mean, some of these things will stay with me. That that whole question of like, is what I'm doing right now productive? I ask myself that often. And yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. And I look down and I'm like, yep, I just wasted 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I could have been doing something else. Okay. Just get to it. All righty then. Um, hey, do we want to... Do the whole lead out thing, lead out news. Yeah, you want to do that? Is is that guy around? Champ Bailey. Is he? He's Champ not. Bailey. Top five. <laughs> I think he's in the top five discussion. Champ, Champ is here. Whoa, yes, he is here. <laughs> he was out around the corner, but now he's here. <laughs> yes, there are two fantastic cyclocross races to talk okay. about. So. It's only been a few days since we last recorded. So there's only been a couple, only sure. two cyclocross races. One was in Lowenout um, in Belgium, and the big three all showed up. Pidcock, uh, Wout Van Aert, and Thomas Vanderpool. Thomas. Matthew, <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Vanderpool. And they answered the question that we didn't answer last week. What would happen in a three-up sprint between the three? Uh-huh. Because it came down to the final finishing straight, and they were all together. Uh Vanderpool was on the front, Pidcock was second, and Wout Van Aert was third, uh-huh. coming into the final finishing straight. Who won? Wow. I don't know. Wout. Really? Yes. He just out sprinted both of them. Just that's impressive. Cause I mean, MVP can sprint. They've got a lot of power. Sprint. I don't he think does. he has the same pop as Wout. It's just a little different. Wout's more of a pure sprinter than he is. And and Vanderpool was riding the difficult sections better than Wout was. Mm. But he was just able to catch back on and catch back on, and then he out sprinted him. It was it was a very exciting finish this to watch. Good cross. Good oh my gosh. Cross season, right? It's been it's been really good. 
So that was exciting. Then there was a race New Year's Day um, in, well, it was GP Sven Nice. Yep. Uh, also in Belgium. And no Wout, no MVP. No Wout, no MVP. So it was all Hitchcock. Finally, show. those guys are gone. <laughs> finally. Wait, hold gone. on a second. <laughs> so he gets to the lead. He uh, he only has like a 15 or a 10 or 15 second lead for most of the race. Um, the race had one feature where there were these these rolling whoops that mm-hmm. were downhill. Mm. And one of them you could kind of get some air off of. Uh-oh. And on the last lap, Pidcock kind of tried to tail whip over the oh, thing no. and he crashed. <laughs> oh man. He went he over. He had it in the bag. He had it in the bag. He like lost control, went over the Flipped fence. over the barrier fence, yeah. Had to jump back over. Both Ellie Easterbit and Michael Ventarenau oh. went past him and he ended up third. So he had the win in the bag and he blew it. So uh-huh. sorry, Pidcock. But that race isn't that important. It's not. It's not the world championship. So still a few more races to go in this Christmas period. So it should be pretty interesting. Hope he's hope he's okay. Yeah. Um they were he he kept up with them for a bit and then he just like shut it down. Yeah, he gave up. He yeah. It looks like he's wondering just if like gave he up. banged himself a little bit or something, started getting tied him, or if he just like was more like ah, I'm over this, I'm done. It's not but, worth it. Oh my gosh, it was exciting to watch. So those, Good those racing. were two fun things. That's it. Champ out. Champ Jimmy, out. Yeah. Any triathlon stuff? Not that I know of. Yeah. I haven't yeah, I haven't really looked, but I'm gonna say no. Just nothing, huh? We need Evan here for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Patreon. Okay. All right, we're going to do this whole Patreon drawing here. We've got a bunch of stuff in the goodie bag, and Matt's going to pull a name out of the hat, folded up piece of paper, is going to unfold it, and it is a... Nathan. Nathan Skanky. Nathan Skanky from Gilbert, Arizona. Nathan, you get to, uh, I guess when you listen to this, shoot us an email. You've got that email. Or DM us on, I think you've DM'd us on uh, Instagram before. Uh, We'll get something shipped out to you in Arizona, and uh, we'll kind of run through the list list of uh, goodies that we have in that box so you can pick something out that works well for you. He's a triathlete too, Matt. I'm sorry. You mean he's cool? Yeah. (laughs) If you yourself are interested in becoming a patron, you can go to dialpodcast.com, click on the Patreon link, and go pick a Patreon level that works best for you. We really appreciate the support. Good times. All right. (laughs) This feels weird. Backpedal. Backpedal. So, Lance, what you been up to? Very last. (laughs) What is kind of fitting, we're going to backpedal. We are going to backpedal at the end of the show. Take Take it even back further, yeah. Actually, I did 19 and a half hours last week. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, a lot of, course, of lot of stuff on the trainer. A lot of stuff on the trainer. It was mostly the trainer ride. We talked about this because I was doing the Festive 500. I yep. did manage to do Festive 700. Yeah. I did 700 Extra bonus K. points. Oh, wait. Um, you did do that outside gravel ride. Is that a part of that? It is not. Oh, because it's on the first. That it was goes on the 31st. first. Yeah, yeah. You, you failed. I did one ride outside, one 30-mile ride outside to, because I had to put a new tire on. Got to go 800 sure miles for that to work. <laughs> yeah, so. Anyway, good but job. Anyway, a lot yeah. of indoor stuff. Did you do another century or anything crazy like that? No, I, we just did this New Year's Day gravel ride, and it okay. was like 55, 58 miles and like 5,500 feet of climbing. So it was a ton of climbing. So it's fun. And there was twelve of us, and we got lost in the middle of it. That's good. What? That's a good part of gravel riding. <laughs> Had, so, was this a route that was new to everybody that was there? Um, no, but okay. Just made a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah, it was my fault actually. Yeah. 
We know. We all know. <laughs> she go bombing down the hill in front of everybody, yes. miss a turn. Yes, yes. It's exactly what happened. Here's what happened: is okay. Uh, John Hatfield has gotten. He bought a new gravel bike. Yeah. He got an, oh. a BMC Urs. Okay. And he is descending significantly better than he did on his. How does he like cross it? Bike. He loves it. Does he? Good. Yes. He. He's oh, he descending was on his cross bike before. Yeah, and so now he's on a gravel bike and he's descending way better. So now he's like, okay, generally me and Paul are like the fastest gravel descenders because Paul is just young just and fearless Paul. and I'm old and fearless. Right. And and I'm also heavy, so I can go downhill fast. And um we I was bombing down this gravel road and the road split. Um, one left went up a little bit and one went like like steep downhill and there was a gate but the gate was open and john and hatfield and i were both like like stormtroopering together Mm. like we were like right next to each other and we both went right down the hill and that was the wrong direction oops how far down that did you go uh it added an hour oh wow (laughs) and everybody followed you too everybody followed us we were just enough in sight that they could see us so everybody followed us and then we kept thinking that the our our wahoos and garmins were redirecting redirecting us back to the course and it, it kept taking us on places where there were no roads uh. <laughs> like there used to be a road and sure. the road mm. no longer existed yeah. or like it was a it was a forest service not even a forest yeah. service road like a logging road and the logging road had been taken out and so after fooling around for an hour we eventually had to ride back up that steep thing and find our way back down so dang so yeah we were out there for almost five hours so like four and a half hours so it was a long a long new year's day and it was a little chilly it didn't rain on us but oh my gosh we had a great time so that nice was, nice it was fun cool so. matt legrand Take it back. I don't really to have the old anything cra- crazy backpedal wise to say. I, um, running not not great, but did you get outside? Got out there and ran a little bit. Good for you. Did not really get out on the bike. I did some Zwifting, and then I've been in the pool, been swimming. Did you do anything on New Year's Day? Yes. I mean, I do. I do something every day. Um, New Year's Day, I did a run and a bike. Good. Yeah. And that's kind of been your thing for a while. It's like every day you need to sweat a little bit, right? Yeah. Something yeah. along those I always lines. do that. I mean, I had a big block that's, of that's time Matthew off. That's Matthew McConaughey's. Yeah, me and Matthew. I mean, we're tight. Yeah. We have the same plans. We have the same coach. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> pretty similar, too. We're very, we're so similar. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's just get the volume up. You know, I'm happy doing something every day. I kind of like doing that one or two things per day. Cool. Pretty fun. I rode on the trainer almost about six and a half hours. That's not bad. It's up. How, it's how's good. the hip? How's the hip feeling? It's still not perfect. Yeah, okay. I actually was going to ride again on Saturday, um, but I ended up having to take the day off because I went to acupuncture and mm. she kind of got it. She, it's like kind of like a mix of acupuncture and massage, and I was black and blue and swollen and <laughs> not feeling one hundred percent. Oh, after that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I woke up the next morning. I'm like, oh, look at all those bruises. That's cool. And I, I think I was actually texting. You or somebody. You were Maybe texting it was us. I had like over 30 needles in me and I was like stuck. And if I move anything, <laughs> like you get like these shocking feelings. Like oh. this, this is not happy times. We were trying to settle on our on our training Jake camp, camp house. place. Yeah. House uh. in the middle of, of Jake getting acupuncture. And it was, it was pretty You're bad. supposed to relax. They've got the relaxing music going on. And I, I 
told him like this i and she knows she's awesome that way she's actually really funny i'm like i've got other things i need to do so i'm like all right i'm gonna I, have my I've phone got, i've got 20 minutes i mean i've got my phone and my face is going through one of those little donut whole things yeah. that you're like face down on and i actually move the little armrest thing down even further so i can put my phone on it and i can be scrolling through there i'm like I need to find time to go find a house for us to have for training camp. And I jumped onto um, VBRO and, oh, well, look at this brand new listing that just popped. I, I honestly thought we were going to have to maybe change destinations of where we were going. We couldn't find a place well, to fit us all. Yeah, we couldn't. There's no places down there that had the ability to sleep as many people as we had in the area that we wanted to be. Or it was going to be like multiple houses and there was nothing that was really close to each other. I'm like, this just kind of changing the whole dynamic of what mm -hmm. we've done for like four yeah. or five years. And this house popped up. It was brand new. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is perfect. It's on, like, what, 20 acres or it's something? It's on 12 acres. 12, 12 acres. Wow. The yep. only thing it doesn't have, it looks like, is a spa. There's no hot tub. tub. Yeah. There is a pool. And there's there's beds for 20. Yeah. It's been booked. Hatfield actually no, yeah, booked no. it. Yeah, yeah. He and so. I were kind of text each other. So he, he took care of that. And now i got to go out and get everybody to pay to get in there and do the whole thing. It's going to be fantastic. And it's really close to the start of the Mount Lemmon climb, too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, it wow. is. And not too far from the good bike paths that yeah. go around Tucson. So we got lucky. Well, so, so yeah. anyway, that's what I was doing. Was getting Very cool. Picture. So that that was my week. It's my hips, not, eh, it's just kind of crappy. I trying different things, doing different things, you know, just going to keep pushing forward and i'm hoping that in the next two or three weeks that it's something that yeah. will settle down so i can get into rhythm and a routine because if i don't I, this training camp's going to be me going down there and cooking food for people and driving a sag vehicle <laughs> and it's going to really suck so it's going to make it not as fun no so anyway yeah. anything else any other backpedal for y'all that's it no all right let's do this one last thing matt legrand um, one last, last, thing for us? last week i posted a video of things i actually wore used during I don't remember exactly why I titled it. Things I actually used during 2022. 2022. Yeah. Talked about the watches that I wore the most and the, you know, swim, swimming, biking, running gear that I used the most. It's okay. Okay, video. Okay. Yeah. Check it out if you're curious to, to know what I used. I watched it. It was great. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Loved Aside it. Aside from yeah. your Apple Watch video that went massively viral, that was, is that like 300K, almost mm -hmm. 400K? Yep. That's crazy. Aside from that one video, what was your most popular video in 2022? The uh, Epix 2 video oh. when I um, I said I was wrong about the Epix 2 or something like that. Okay. It's a little bit of a catchy title. People love you know, clickbaity yeah, stuff. Yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah, that one did, I don't remember where it ended up, but probably did okay. Sweet. Those, top, top, those two videos were top two. There's another Apple video that did pretty well. So yeah. And I think I'm going to post, I might actually post this video that I'm really excited about the concept and it's like how to buy a GPS watch in 2023. Talk about like pricing and features and, you know, sides and all the things that people might want to consider when they're buying a watch in 2023. I think that would be a nice video to make. And then I have a whole bunch of videos that I have that are just like, there's, um, there's one video, there's like a watch that I haven't reviewed yet that I definitely need to get out. And then there's some stuff where it's like I've had this for 100 days and I really like making videos where it's like I've had this watch for 100 days like the Apple Watch for yeah. example coming up on 100 days and it's like I would love to have a you know Apple Watch Ultra after 100 days video yeah I appreciate those too because yeah I, I like your two cents when you can give right. like your honest opinion um not it's not you it, it's just most generally like when they just do an unboxing and then they yep. reread all of the, the stuff that you can read on the back of the yeah. box and say this seems like it could be a great fill-in-the-blank product yeah. Those videos, I'm like, I didn't really learn anything. I, I can see what it looks like, but right. I, I want to know what your two cents is. I want to know right. what your experience is and, like, and what whether or not you give this thing the thumbs up or the yeah. thumbs down. Like what was annoying after 100 days of yeah. using it? Yeah. Like, that's, I think, interesting. 
So yeah, so I like making those, and I always try to talk about the durability of the watch. Like, it, you know, you've knocked it around a couple times. How's it holding up? And mm -hmm. you know, these watches do pretty well. So good. Yep. Cool. Yep. Got yeah. one last thing for us? Nope. You nothing. No, no one last things. <laughs> I don't what are you? What are you gonna? What are you gonna ride this week? Um, I'm gonna ride. A, it's supposed to pour rain All most week. of the week. It's like it, the except foreseeable for future. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'll be uh, on the trainer. Okay. I'm gonna test Lord out uh, one of the kicker bikes. Are you really? I yes, think sir. so. Yes, I am. I'm testing the um, Zwift Hub. I'm very excited about testing it. Did you get oh. one? I got one, and it's just been sitting in my like. I haven't opened it yet because I like to film the unboxing of did it or whatever. Did they send it to you, or did you buy it? They sent it to me. Oh, really? Yeah, it's 500 bucks, and I just so the thing I'm excited about is the fact that this is a product that's very affordable compared to the other products that are in its category on the market, and it's True. a way to get people into this stuff. And the whole thing is like, all you have to do is count your cogs. We'll put the you know we'll put the cassette on for you. Just tell us what you want, and it'll all come set up. Like the setup process is supposed to be super easy, mm -hmm. and I just think how important that is for getting new people into whatever indoor cycling i don't sure. know if that's what we want to call it but like getting people into cycling is trying to make this process super easy for them and i think that that's what they're doing here so i am excited about it there may be some accuracy issues with the actual trainer itself so that's what we're going to be testing what about the lawsuit with wahoo um is that still it has settled they settled it it has settled yeah really yep that's huh. been settled yeah so I, was it something that settled outside of court obviously and they they're Good with I us think now. It went to court. I think it did end up going into court, and um, and there was a settlement that was reached. Huh. Yeah, I'm, interesting. It's a Google search away if we want to figure out the I results. But I think was unsure money was where paid that somewhere. was at. But that's uh, that's crazy. Yeah, and so the Zwift Hub um, itself is basically it's a it's a basically a third party trainer that they've licensed and they mm -hmm. made some minor changes to. Yep. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Yeah. Cool. I really don't have one last thing mm. other other than um, I need to. I need to get things sorted out with my body. It's getting to be uh, annoying now. The, the whole hip thing, like my shoulder, I know what I'm working with there, and I know that it's it's not going to get better, and hopefully I won't make it worse. But this whole like not being able to make it do what you want it to do, even though you're giving it time off or you're doing all the small things, it's really annoying. Missing that ride on New Year's Day, the gravel ride, annoyed the hell out of me yeah, I, I was not happy about that so i kind of poured myself into getting everything there my house looks fantastic right now that's good yards clean spent way too many hours on the roof mind you on the roof uh, that's this a lot. is how you're gonna get hurt again dude yeah, you're gonna be careful there yeah definitely break something to it i know but uh anyway help me help me help <laughs> yeah, me i'm Somehow, here you guys, i'm here for you <laughs> you guys fix kind it of. come on come on not going, don't go up on the roof don't go up on the roof <laughs> i'm not going on the roof all right we'll be back with another one of these next week thanks for listening until then bye for now